Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryce. I am Charlie, and unfortunately, we do not have Bryce with us today. He has a work meeting that, you know, was an obligation and he couldn't get out of. So, we're going to try this uh, solo flight tonight, and uh, we're going to, well, let's just talk some football. Cheers. Yes, I'm still going to do the cheers thing. I'm still going to drink the beers. It's not like I'm drinking alone, you know. Don't worry about that. My wife's here. Uh, she's not drinking, but at least I'm not alone. All right, so uh, we're going to talk the schedule. Um, there's a lot of interesting things that are happening with the schedule, but first I'm going to talk some news. Um, not a whole lot going on, but the biggest story, I think, would be Ryan Kerrigan, a longtime Washington football team player, has signed with the Eagles. He spent 10 years with Washington. He's their all-time franchise sack leader with 95 and a half sacks. But he is 32 years old, and it's probably why it took him so long to get um, to get signed in free agency. A lot of people may argue that there isn't a whole lot left in the tank. But either way, he's signing with a division rival, the Eagles. And then another news, uh, Antonio Brown had is having knee surgery. The Bucks don't seem to be very concerned about it, but he still hasn't signed with them yet. You know, they agreed to terms, but nothing has been signed. It's all pending the physical after the knee surgery and everything. So um, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a big deal, though, and he will likely sign. And uh, Tim Tebow being a Jacksonville Jaguar is still likely going to happen, and that's just outrageous. Well, uh, so the schedule has been released. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming on the schedule. Um, I'm going to run through some of the uh, the primetime games. And let's not forget we have 17 actual games, so 18 weeks this year. So the bye weeks, the earliest bye week is getting moved back. The latest bye week is getting moved back. Um, trying to think of anything else that that affects, but... There's going to be seven teams in the playoffs, so some of the primetime games that stand out to me are, I think, probably the most exciting primetime game, what we've all been waiting for, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to New England on Sunday night football in week four. Tom Brady, Rob Gronk returning to New England and going against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, you know, the whole argument last year or the discussion, I guess, would be, is it Bill Belichick or was it Tom Brady? Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl would suggest that it was Tom Brady winning those Super Bowls, not Bill Belichick. But this will be the first time they go head to head. And if Tom Brady wins, then he has a chance to become, I think, the fourth quarterback to beat all 32 teams. I think Drew Brees and Peyton Manning have done it. Um, And I'm not sure who the other one is. But anyways, moving on. That's one of the biggest, I think that's the the pride and joy of the prime time, the whole schedule this year. Uh, We have, there's some like less cool things like uh, Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. And in fact, Trevor Lawrence is actually playing a lot of, these new guys playing Joe Burrow week four. He's playing Tua 
the Dolphins week six. Um, and that's and then he's playing Zach Wilson week 16. Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson in week 16, that's the fourth time in NFL history, if they are both starting, that quarterbacks taking one, one and two overall square off against each other. Uh, I think Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston did it. Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf did it. And Drew Bledsoe did it, I believe, back in 93 or so. Um, but also what's interesting, the Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow and versus Tua, those are rematches of the college football national championship, the college football playoff national championship from three, two and three years ago. So that'll be interesting. Um, you know, a lot of this scheduling... It, like the excitement of a lot of these games kind of hangs on this looming decision or whatever happens with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers because they have quite a few primetime games that could be freaking blockbuster games, but it's going to be literally nothing if Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback. And, you know, I'm sure... So Aaron Rodgers actually came out and said he didn't want to be part of the team before the schedule was released. But at that point, the schedule had pretty much all had been put together and it just hadn't actually been released yet. But if they had known or if, yeah, if they had known that Aaron Rodgers was not likely or potentially not going to be with Green Bay, that would seriously affect how many primetime games the Packers get. And if you don't believe me, Tom Brady going to the Bucks. Okay, so last year when he went there, they got five primetime games last year. This year, they have five primetime games. So that's 10 since Tom Brady got there. That matches the number of primetime games in the previous seven years for the Buccaneers combined. So if you think one player doesn't have an effect on primetime, you're absolutely wrong. So having said that, I hope we're not watching primetime with Jordan Love or Blake Bortles or whoever it's going to be. But Aaron Rodgers could be showing up in primetime games for the Broncos, who the Broncos actually don't have – this is the first time in 10 years they don't have a Monday night football game. They have the longest streak for consecutive seasons with a Monday night football game. But all 32 teams do have at least one primetime game. So – I think that's good. Just let everyone get, even if it's a Thursday night game, and some of them are going to be like, I don't know, the Giants versus the Eagles. It's terrible, in my opinion, at least. Uh, but, yeah, bye weeks start in week six, and I think the last bye weeks are in week 14. And what's interesting about the week 14 bye weeks, uh, there are four teams that have that, and it's the latest that – there's ever a team has ever had a bye week and there's an interesting trend that has happened over the past few years with Super Bowl winners and their bye weeks basically so in 2016 the Patriots won the Super Bowl they had a bye week in week 9 in 2017 it was the Eagles and they had a bye week in week 10 in 2018 it was the Patriots again they had a bye week in week 11 the Chiefs won in 2019 they had a bye week in week 12 Tampa Bay won last year, and they had a bye week in week 13. So if you see the trend is going week 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So that would, 
if that crazy coincidental trend continues, then a team with a bye week of week 14 would win this year. And those are the Colts, Dolphins, Eagles, or Patriots, so absolutely not. All right, uh, now I got that little fun tidbit out of the way. Um, back to the Aaron Rodgers thing. If he is playing, he will have a prime time, or he'll have his first game against Lamar Jackson. So that would be, I think it would be a really fun matchup. Um, thing, other things to note. The Steelers have the toughest strength of schedule this year based on the records, the finishing records from last year for teams. Carolina and Kansas City are the only teams that have back-to-back road games to end the season. Um, And then on the flip side, there are four teams that have back-to-back road games to start the season. That's Dallas, San Francisco, Minnesota, and Denver. Uh, I think what I'm I'm really excited for Carolina is week one. It's the Darnold revenge game. The Jets are coming to Charlotte to play the Panthers. And Sam Darnold has a chance to just light it up and prove them wrong. But it would really it would really suck if Zach Wilson, the guy they just drafted, turns it on and just proves them right. It would really suck for Sam Darnold. Poor guy. I just, you know, he just can't be seeing the ghosts out there. He's just got to make it happen. Go, Darnold. Um, let's see. It's uh, There's an interesting thing with Thanksgiving games as far as the Dallas Cowboys are, are how their playoffs go. So, they, you know, they play a game on Thanksgiving every year. And when they, well, at least in the past – since 2015, if they win their Thanksgiving playoff or their Thanksgiving game, then they go to the playoffs. When they lose, they don't. Um, it just seems like they do a lot of losing, so this is coincidental, obviously. But having said that, in 2016 and 2018, they won their Thanksgiving matchup, and they went to the playoffs both those years, and then In 2015, 17, 19, and 20, they lost and did not make the playoffs. Big shocker. This year, they're playing the Las Vegas Raiders on Thanksgiving. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, Seattle has three back-to-back primetime games this year. Week 5 against the Rams on Thursday night football. Week 6 against the Steelers on Sunday night football. Then week 7 against the Saints on Monday night football. That could be, that's, I mean, that'd be awesome if my team was playing three back-to-back-to-back primetime games. Niners do have five primetime games this year, though. Them and the Cowboys are the only two teams that got five primetime games that had a losing record. But I believe ten teams in total have five primetime games. So, the Browns have an interesting schedule quirk that hasn't happened in 30 years. And you're going to hear me say it, then you're going to say, well, what about last year? Well, let me just listen to what I'm saying. The Browns will play the same team in back-to-back games for the first time in 30 years in the regular season. Last year, obviously, they played the Steelers back-to-back in week 17, or week, yeah, week 17, and then the first round of the playoffs. 
but they are scheduled this year to back-to-back games against the Ravens, but there's a bye in between it. So they're playing, I believe, in Baltimore, then a bye week, then at home against Baltimore. Um, and then Baltimore has the Steelers in between them, so that'll be a tough stretch for the for the for the Ravens there. Um, but that's the first time that's happened in 30 years. Actually, though, last year the Dolphins, I believe, were scheduled to have back-to-back regular season games, but it got switched around because of the COVID situation and how they were shuffling games around. But they were scheduled that same situation last year. Um, didn't happen though. So we'll see if this one happens. I can't imagine it won't. Um, the Ravens play four straight home games this year. That's pretty sweet. And, you know, it would be really awesome if it's towards the end of the year. But that means, you know, over the other 15, excuse me, the other 13 weeks, they've only got four home games to spread out. So I guess it's a curse and a blessing. Um, On the other hand, the Bears, they don't play any consecutive road games. So they're home away, home away the entire season. So that's pretty cool for them. Uh, There's only a few times in the past 10 years that has happened and all three of those teams won their division that year. I think it was the Falcons, the Saints, and the and the Packers. I'm not saying the Bears are going to win that division, but hey, who if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, who knows? That I think that division's up for grabs. Maybe if Kirk Cousins can show up. Justin Fields has a chance to make a real mark. No one knows anything about Jordan Love, it doesn't seem. They brought in Blake Bortles. I imagine Justin Fields, I would say within the first four or five weeks, if not by week one, he'll be the starter. The thing is Andy Dalton's got the experience, but it's not like he has, and I think Bryce and I talked about this in uh, the last podcast, but it's not like he has the leg up on knowing the scheme and everything because he's brand new to the team as well. He just has the experience. Of playing in the NFL. Um, let's see. Oh, this is interesting. The Washington football team's last five games are all divisional games. That's interesting in a, for a few reasons. You know, they could kind of like blow it most of the year and just turn it on those last five, kind of like they did la- last year, but turn on those last five weeks and win their division and have a pretty poor record. I mean, they only play six divisional games, so they could go five and they could they could go one and twelve, win the last five games, and hey, who knows? Six wins could win the NFC East. I don't think that's likely. Like, I I really don't think they're going to be like the whole division is going to be as bad as last year. But you just never know. They really aren't that good. The Eagles suck. Uh, sorry, Eagles fans, but you know y'all y'all have a long way to go, and uh, I think the Cowboys and the I, I'm starting to sing a little bit different tune about the Cowboys. I've been saying I just don't think they have a chance with Mike McCarthy, but I don't know. Um, I mean Dak Prescott is by far the best quarterback in that division. They've got a great running game. 
they brought Dan Quinn in to be their defensive coordinator, which is a huge upgrade, and I think that can really, really turn things around for their defense. We'll have to see, though, but, I mean, they could be significantly, and not, not to mention if Dak can stay healthy all year and he's playing week one, I mean, they ha- obviously have a much better chance of winning a lot more games, so we'll see. Uh, let me get off of the NFC East here. Well, actually, Eagles fans, here's some good news. The Eagles have the easiest strength of schedule. And when I say strength of schedule, I think I said it earlier, but that means the teams they're playing this year is based on their combined record from the year before. But this is the best part about their schedule. They have zero road games against winning teams. So they don't have a single away trip where they play anyone, well, that last year was worth a damn. I mean, that's pretty significant in my opinion. Uh, I think one of my last things here is New England faces three teams coming off of a bye this year. And that's the most in the league. So they, they will have to play three teams fresh as a daisy and who had two weeks to game plan against them. And on the other side of that spectrum, the Carolina Panthers play zero teams who are coming off a bye. That's the least in the league. Um, games I'm looking forward to, like I said earlier, the Jets and Panthers, like week one. Uh, the Packers-Niners, that's our first primetime game. That's week three. Uh, you know... It kind of depends. It's going to be a fun game to watch if it's Rodgers. When Rodgers plays a healthy 49ers team in San Francisco, he loses every time. But also I won't mind watching if it's not Aaron Rodgers and we just beat the snot out of him. I don't mind that at all. Uh, There's some other great games. I'm going to quickly look through these primetime games, see if there's anything else that really sticks out to me as a as something that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Um, week six, the Seahawks play the Steelers on Sunday night football. That should be a good game. Oh, oh, week five, Sunday night football, the Bills versus the Chiefs. So AFC Championship rematch. That'll be an awesome game. I'm curious to see how the Raiders are going to do this year. If they're pretty good. We can have a pretty nice Monday night football in week four. It's the Raiders versus the Chargers, and I think the Chargers are going to be real this year. I really do. Um, Let's see who else we've got. I see. um, hmm. Oh, the Saints and Seahawks. That could be pretty good. I know it's no Drew Brees, but we'll see. I think James Winston could really go off this year. I mean, he might throw... 600 interceptions on his way to 600 touchdowns, but at least he'll throw 600 touchdowns. I'm trying to see what else sticks out to me. I know there's a couple that I'm missing that I'm looking for right now. Um, Rams, Niners, Monday Night Football, NFC West Divisional games are always going to be good. Let's see. The Steelers and the Chargers, I think that could be a good game. That is Sunday Night Football Week 11. Um, there's a couple. Oh, 
Browns, Ravens, Sunday Night Football Week 12. And then we have Niners, Seahawks, Sunday Night Football Week 13. And the Patriots will play the Bills that Monday night in Week 13, which I think the Patriots are going to be a lot better than last year, and so that'll be a great rivalry again, hopefully. I mean, there's another NFC West Monday Night Football game in Week 14. Oh, the Saints and the Bucks. Oh, oh, Week 15's got some good ones here. Thursday night, Chiefs-Chargers. There's going to be a game Saturday night that is to be determined, so we don't know what that is. But Sunday night, this is Week 15. Uh, Sunday night, Saints versus the Bucks, a Jameis revenge game. Monday night, the Vikings and the Bears, and that could be interesting towards the end of the year, what's going on with that division. And plus, if Justin Fields is in by then and gotten some experience and starting to get his bearings and everything, that could be a lot of fun. I think that's – we got a Washington football team, Dallas Cowboys, just because that's one of the oldest rivalries in football and all divisional games are fun. That's Sunday night, week 16. Oh, and then week 17, Vikings-Packers on Sunday night, my birthday, January 2nd. Monday night is the Brown Steelers. And then week 18, we're going to have two primetime games, but those are to be determined at this moment. So we've got a fun slate ahead of us. I'm not sure which of these are flexible yet. Um, usually they're, they're Saturday and Sunday night games past week 14, I think. Those usually are the flexible games. They may have changed it so they can flex Mondays. Uh, I'm not entirely sure about that. But I don't know that I have much more for y'all. I figured it was going to be a short episode because, I mean, I'm talking to myself here. I'm talking to y'all, but I'm, you know, this is my first solo flight. Uh, I didn't think I'd be able to talk for too long. And, I mean, there's the schedule. There's, you know, there's only so much that I can talk about. Um, I want y'all to please hit us up and let us know some things that you'd like to hear about. Um, it can be anything relating to football, NFL. I mean, dive in, and we'll dive in for you. And I mean, I think that's that's just a good way to for us to do research, and you know, even if it's like history or something about the NFL, we'll do the research and and have a podcast on it. So DM us on our Instagram page. Uh, I think it's. Shit, I don't know. Underscore, un- I don't know. Look us up on Instagram. Just look, type in unsolicited advice. You'll find us. But I think that about wraps it up. Uh, please like, rate, subscribe. I hope this wasn't too boring, just me talking. Uh, it's definitely a lot more fun with Bryce. This was a different feel. But uh, we'll get back next week, and it'll be the two of us. Uh, thanks for listening, y'all.